Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. Now, in the past few years, I'm sure every leader organization has noticed that there has been a higher focus on improving organizational culture, redefining the employee experience, and leading with positive impact. And one of the strategies used to help organizations implement transformational initiatives is to craft a solid people strategy. For leaders who know that they should have a people strategy, but don't know where to start, well, I have a few things that can help. So the first thing I would say is to break it down into sections and work on one aspect of the journey at a time. So what's that first, first section? <laughs> the first section is start by creating a targeted talent acquisition strategy. So why? Why why would you want to create a targeted talent acquisition strategy? Well, to make sure that you're attracting the candidates who are most likely to be successful within your organization. Not everyone, like a, a quote-unquote right talent, is not the right person for everyone. So not everyone has the same needs. Not every organization will be looking for the same personality type. And even if you have a personality type, is that even what you need? Like, do you need a different personality type on your team to help complement or to help balance things out? So you really have to start there. You have to start with making sure that you're attracting candidates who are likely to be successful. And the reason I say that is because there is no perfect solution. You can't just say, well, this is the right candidate. It's, are they likely, most likely, less likely to be successful? Because there will always be times when there's this person that you interview and you're like, this person's perfect. And then they show up and it's like, oh, like a week, two weeks in, three weeks in, you're like, mm, this is not working out the way I expected it to. It happens. <laughs> but you want to try to reduce the number of times that that happens by having a specific targeted talent acquisition strategy. And so a few of the things that you can do as part of it, just start by reviewing the language on your site, reviewing the language that you have in your job descriptions, reviewing the language that you have in your interviews. And then just develop an adaptable 
retention strategy. Because once you have those people, once you reviewed those things, you reviewed the language that you have on your site, reviewed the language that you have in the job description, you reviewed the language that you have in your interviews, you've made sure that you know the, the culture that is being advertised in those places is the culture that they're actually going to be living in the day-to-day -day because that is super important. You need to make sure that that matches. Then once you've attracted those amazing individuals, then you need to retain them. <laughs> so you need to develop a strategy that will help develop them, that will help elevate them. Now, each person, every person is motivated by different things. I mean, once we, we've taken the most obvious one, which is they have enough money, that the, the salary is such that it makes sense for the position, the environment, the skills level, all those things. And they are not in a position where they are concerned about, I'm not making enough money to, I don't know, pay my mortgage and feed my family. So once we kind of eliminate those factors, then we really get into different type of motivation. And that's where we really have to work at getting to know the person. And so really get to know what interests that person and how can we elevate them. So as part of that adaption strategy that will flow from your recruiting strategy, then you want to make sure that there's lots of room for versatile motivating elements and make sure that those components can grow with the team members in their individual roles. And that could be maybe during the one-on-ones, you figure that out and you get to know them more and find out how to help elevate them. Maybe it's uh, and support them as well. Maybe it's mentoring. Maybe you can support them that way um, and, and just kind of figure out how you will be able to make them feel like they're growing, not just feel like they're own, but hopefully you can actually help them grow and develop and, and feel fulfilled at being in this position within your organization. And so kind of the third part that goes with that, that right, once you have your targeted recruiting strategy, once you have your way to support them, your retention strategy, then you want to work on establishing a realistic exit replacement strategy. And you might be like, what? No, why would I want to work on that? Because people won't stay forever. And if as a business owner, the idea, the only thing you tried is, is I'm going to grow you. I've invested in you. So you must stay here. That's not going to work. So we have to be realistic that at some point, team members will leave. And so if you have a realistic exit replacement strategy, then when it happens, because it's not if, it's, gonna, it's when, when it happens, you'll be better prepared. And so maybe you will have things in place that will allow that to be less negatively impactful on your organization. And so what could be included in there? Well, make sure that you know what transitions could look like. What would happen when somebody leaves? What could that transition look like? Have a plan in that. Have, have some strategy. Have some ideas. Also, 
how is knowledge going to be transferred? Is there a way that you could implement something now in your operations that would help knowledge be knowledge be more easily transferred when we get to that aspect, that time when that person leaves? And so if, if you already have that, then maybe that would be easier when that time comes. And as part of that strategy, think about could the onboarding, offboarding be done more efficiently? And I put the onboarding in there because really it's a cycle, right? And so you've got person, a person leaving, well, you have somebody else coming on. And so it's really that circle and you want to pair your offboarding with your onboarding to make sure it's done as efficiently as possible. And as you're going through the cycle, as you're going through revising like each step, try to obtain feedback. <laughs> because once you obtain feedback, that's how you're going to improve. And also, of course, this is your people strategy, right? You wanna all focus on the people and, and making sure that uh, you're retaining them as long as reasonably possible and pair that with your HR strategy. Just a quick note on that. It, for me, people strategy is more focused on individuals attracting, retaining, and then the whole offboarding. Whereas HR strategy to me is more administrative, uh, compliance, that kind of thing. Uh, so I, I distinguish it that way. Um, everybody has their own way of distinguishing it. Uh, but for me, that's it. For HR, it's more about compliance. It's more about regulation. It's more about uh, administration. It's more about rules and regulations, about potentially collective agreements and that kind of thing. Whereas my people strategy is really about the individuals and how do we attract those individuals? How do we develop, encourage, support these individuals? And then uh, how do we plan for that replacement? quick note on that. So as you're going through this exercise, a review of reviewing your people strategy, just get as much feedback as you can, see what works, see what doesn't, try things. Because if you don't try things, you're not going to improve as quickly as if you just stay safe and don't try new things. And then it's that whole, hey, fail, fail, see what happens. So try that. Uh, and once you've been through the three main aspects of that people journey, just go through the process again and incorporate changes. Just incorporate the changes, keep improving. And at one point, you'll essentially be able to follow various team members as they go through the cycle. Because once you've improved it enough, then you're just pretty much just looking for smaller points of improvements as opposed to big overhauls. And once you get into that almost like maintenance mode, then you can just, hey, follow people through the cycles and then obtain timely feedback and then just keep adjusting, keep tweaking, keep making it better for that next team member. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review? 
wherever applicable. I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations.